Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I could, like, wear a boa. You could call me Dick Eisen or something like that. I could come up with a persona. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Dangerous Dick Eisen. What do you, you know, what do you think? I'm shooting my shot. I'm going YOLO right here with Stephanie McMahon. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You do sound like my 14-year-old daughter, though, YOLO. Earlier on the show. From AMC's Better Call Saul. Actor Giancarlo Esposito. Still to come. Ravens head coach John Harbaugh. Nebraska offensive lineman Cam Jurgen. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Tiger Woods is making his way to the practice area at Augusta National for his second round there of the Masters. You always have to lower your voice when you go in that direction. You can't go at the Masters. You got to go at <laughs> the Masters. And that's what's coming up uh, on our radar screen. Uh, we already just had a great chat with the actor Giancarlo Esposito of Better Call Saul. Here, uh, the uh, latest and final season of that show is coming up in a, in a couple weeks. He was here in person. And joining us here now on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line to kick off our number two, entering his 15th season as head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, armed with a new contract extension that is richly deserved. Um, back here on the Rich Eisen Show is the head coach of the Ravens, John Harbaugh. How are you doing, John? I'm doing great, Rich. Thanks for having having us with you, man. Of Good course. to be on board. Well, I mean, uh, the first uh, question is, is it's an obvious one. Who's got it better than us, John? Nobody. How well, your... We know the answer to that one. Go <laughs> blue, right? Yeah, exactly. That is, that is for sure. How's your, how's your, how are your folks? How are they doing? Oh, they're doing well. Thanks. Uh, going strong. My dad just did a, uh, a, a motivational speech for... Madonna College, a Division II football team in Michigan, so I got the pictures of that, and he was his usual, you know, highly energetic self, uh, animated self, so he's doing great, my mom's doing great, so they're doing good, family's good. Jim just took a couple of kids, took Addie and Jack to the Masters yesterday, and actually I was down there with Ozzy, and we tried to connect, but you know, when you're out there on the course, man, it's, we did see Tiger, saw him, saw him, uh, I think he parred eight, saw him par eight, but, uh, it's tough getting around. You know, we had a plan to connect, but we never could connect. So you don't have a cell phone out there. Yeah, right? I was about so. to say, you're not, you can't text where or where are you because then suddenly you're not on the grounds anymore. <laughs> exactly. You, you know, <laughs> that is that is for sure. Um, so what's what's it like strolling around Augusta National? Like, you know what's so, crazy? It's the first thing you think about besides how beautiful it is. Right. How hilly it is. Right. I mean, it is like when you're out there and you see it on TV, it seems so much flatter. Like the sixth green, I mean, yeah, it looks like it's a little undulation on the green. It's like a six-foot cliff from the first level to the second level of the green. Uh, I saw a guy come up out of the trap, plug it into the cliff side, and roll it back down almost into the trap. I thought, man, that shot looks familiar. You know, that's how I <laughs> yeah, right. That's <laughs> right. And so it's you and Ozzy Newsom strolling around the grounds of Augusta uh, yes. Nat? <laughs> yes, yes, we were. Yep, we had a, we had a great time and. We we've done it a couple times. This is our third or fourth time being there for one of the days, and it's uh, it's kind of a Ozzy and nice thing. So it was a lot of fun. Had a couple of buddies out there with us, so we enjoyed it. John Harbaugh here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so now you you get back, and what what is what is your order of business? What does April look like for you as the head coach of the well, Baltimore Ravens? Well, two things really. I, three things, I guess. We're finishing up, continuing on free agency. Uh, we are big into the draft. Uh, final draft meetings are next week, so I'm actually I'm digging into linebackers finally, inside linebackers mm-hmm. uh, today, starting that with film, and then um, the players come back on the 18th. Tax day, and the players are back on the same day. I don't know why it's always that way, but yes. <laughs> there's some deep meaning there that I'm, I'm not really, I'm kind of missing, but I 
have to think about it, I guess. Well, I mean, uh, I guess you're hoping for a refund, right? I guess. Yeah. Right. There you go. In a way, there. I'm just. I'm, I don't. Know, I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. Taxes you don't want a penalty. Myself. You don't want. To, I don't know. You want to make sure you pay your taxes. I'm more. There. I'm more verbal than math, anyway. Um, okay. And so, uh, how how do you plan for a draft when you're you know not top ten? I mean, what does that look like for you? You know, we've uh, it's just a process. I mean, we do a great job. I think it started way back. You know, when Ozzy came here in '96, and Eric was you know right behind him as a young guy. Uh, you know, kind of a process was established. We've been able to come in and be a part of that and contribute to it. You know, for quite a few years now too. So, we've got a good way of doing it. Collaboration, the coaches, the scouts, just try to build our board, try to build our, our order, who we like for our team. Not always so much. You know, there's an NFL board probably, and there's a there's a Ravens board. You know, and the Ravens board is the one that matters to us in terms of guys that can really fit us and help us be a better team. So yeah, we'll have that list kind of worked out, and and then draft day they start falling off the board, and hopefully there's someone staring you in the face that you really love when it's your turn to pick. And you're sitting there at 14. You never know. Quarterbacks begin to drop, and um, and then phones start ringing. I mean, how much does Eric DeCosta keep you up to speed on how much his phone rings? That you know, you're sitting here thinking you're grinding tape on all these guys on uh, on who you might be able to add, 14th overall, and then all of a sudden you don't have that pick because it's much more advantageous for you to let somebody take a quarterback. How how do you get? Uh, how are you read into that situation, John? Well, at this point, like early on in, in the next couple of weeks, it'll just kind of as it, as they become serious type of trades. He he reads me into it, like you said, and we're all involved in that. Ozzy be involved in that. Steve Bashotti, it's a big part of that. Uh, and so, you know, for something that's a potential thing, you know, we may know about it going into the day of the draft, but that really heats up the days right before the draft, unless we were talking about some kind of a swap or a player trade now, which we don't have anything brewing, Rich. If that's what you're digging at right now, we're, uh, we're pretty calm right now. But draft day, we're all in there together, man. Those phones start ringing. Then, it, then, then the fur is flying, and, you know, those draft you know, values are being calculated, and guys are all kind of – everybody's got their role in terms of figuring out you know, who might be there if we trade up or we trade back or whatever. Uh, my job in that basically is just to kind of go, um, yeah, I'm for it, or no, I'm kind of against it. And hopefully they listen. Sometimes they do. <laughs> and uh, and we just kind of roll with it. Well, why do you think I'm digging for something, John? Why do you think I'm digging? I don't know. I mean... You're a newsman. <laughs> Aren't you? Well, I mean, you know, uh, all right, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm digging at um, then. Um, so, uh, you, you, Lamar's your long-term quarterback, though, right? I mean, so... Yes. Okay. Of course, you think... Oh, quarterback? I, we, I can guarantee you there's going to be a big Twitter uh, storm when I say this. Yes, sir. We are not going to draft a quarterback. <laughs> that's a, that's well, a definite... Well, here's the thing. is that the, the, the rumor mill goes haywire in our business when something happens that we don't quite understand. You know, all quarterbacks say they want their money. They, they either demand it outright or they, you know, expunge their Instagram accounts of all, you know, fingerprints between them and the team and, or have their agents send out something or whatever. I, I've never heard of a quarterback seemingly, if this is the case, to say, I'll get around to it whenever I get around to it. Is that what's happening with Lamar Jackson right now? Well, in not so many words, but, you know, he's a unique guy. And it's, you know, people have been scratching their heads and trying to figure out Lamar probably for a long time, you know, ever since he was a kid. And uh, he's got his way of going about doing things. But that's what you love about him. That's what I love about him. Uh, it is, it's, it's get him on here and ask him, you know. Maybe he'll, <laughs> maybe he'll tell you, you know. But he's, he's uh, he, I, I've said this before and you say it, you know, it's when he's ready to do it, it's going to become a priority for him then we're going to know it, you know. And uh, it, it doesn't have to be a priority for us right now. It's got to be a priority for both sides. We could do something uh, or we can wait because we know it's going to get done, you know, uh, when, it's, when it's supposed to get done or when, you know, hey, when it's God's will and Lamar's will at the same time, it's, it's going to all fit together. So, you know, but I, I, do, I do believe Lamar when he tells me that, man, he just wants to, he just wants to be the best quarterback he can be, and that's what he's thinking about right now. And he doesn't, have, he doesn't think he has to think about his contract. He thinks, feels like he's got time to do it. And, yeah, you could argue that one way or the other, but everybody gets to make that decision for themselves. That's a great thing. That's his choice, not somebody else's. So, you know, somebody else wants to talk. Yeah. i tell you what, all the pundits out there, if they want to give me – no, no, please don't you can call me. But <laughs> if you want to talk about, you know, your particular contract situation and how you're doing with your salary and when you're going to go ask your boss for a raise and all that – 
maybe we could, you know, all, all talk about that back and forth and have that conversation. But in the end, the person gets to decide for themselves, you know. So that's what Lamar's doing. You know, I think it's kind of cool and funny and fascinating how all the, everybody wants to talk about it and, you know, speculate on it. But it's really pretty simple, I think. He's not ready, you know. And when he's ready... We'll be ready, and when that happens, we're going to have we'll have something. So, what are the conversations like with him? When you do, you, how often do you bring it up with him? This subject matter. I mean, you are the coach, and he's a quarterback, and this is kind of not the lane, if you will. But you also are, are, are a guy who cha- I mean, you changed your offense midstream when it was time to turn to him. I mean, it's clear what you have done with your offense with him and. Rightfully so. It's the, not only the smart move, but it's been the successful move. But so, how do you have these conversations with him, if you don't mind? One yeah, last pride. Yeah, I think that's an awesome question. You know, and it's 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 a, it's kind of a fair one, and it's a fun one to ask because we have done that. You know, we've committed to that completely. We did something that is still. Yeah, I know. People still the jury's still out. People are still talking about whether it's going to be successful or whatever. And we've kind of changed the the way things are looked at in football. A little bit. We haven't really so much. Lamar has, but we've we committed to our to 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 a guy that we believe in and we love him and and uh, we're we're trying to get better. You know, we're going to try to keep getting better and find ways to make him better and put better players around him and help him, you know, execute better and all the different things that happen through hard work and creativity and all that. But we talk about it probably just like we're talking right now. If it comes up, we talk about it, and if it doesn't come up, we don't talk about it. We had a serious conversation at the end of the season with um, Lamar and Eric and myself. And he made it pretty clear where he was at with it and what he wanted to do this off season. And that was really the last formal one we had. Uh, but you know, Eric talks to Lamar, too. So, you know, it might come up in passing a little bit. But uh, I guess the last time I talked to him about it, it was kind of in response to some of the stuff that was printed. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, did you see, what, you see that? Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and uh, he hasn't changed where he's coming from on it. He's just trying to work hard every day yeah i know because again it's uh, uh, it's unique and i even said that on the air here it's just like you know because he did tweet about it like hey you know uh, i'm a raven and i don't know where it's coming from and i'm like hey it's it's not a you problem it's an it's a me problem it's a media problem we don't we can't compute it you know this is i've never heard of a quarterback who could have what appears to be nine figures in front of him saying i'll I'll get around to it (laughs) you just just never really hear that so You know, uh, John Harbaugh here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, in the few minutes I have left with you, I'd love to game out what you're willing to share your strategy will be should you be the first head coach involved in a game with the new overtime rules. And I hope that is the case because that means you're in the playoffs. Um, secondly, just what, 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 what does this new overtime rule mean? Does that mean, does it mean first and foremost that you might not want the football, that you'd like to know what you have to do because you get it second? in overtime, John Harbaugh? It is a possibility, Rich. I think that's something that it, it does become more viable of an option, no doubt. Although I still think having possession first is is still going to, what people are going to look at and say it's a plus because if it's a high, two great quarterbacks, you know, if it's the Mahomes-Allen uh, type situation, both both offenses are going strong, both quarterbacks are playing strong, uh, you know, it if both teams score, then I'm still going to get the extra possession, and now it's going to be sudden death. So, you know, the, the Chiefs score, the, 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 the Bills come back and score. I still want to be the Chiefs. I want to have that third possession. So uh, I still think that's kind of going to, going to be what people are going to be thinking about. But do you, isn't it a distinct advantage, though, for the offense to get it second? Because you'd never go for it. Well, I shouldn't say that, but... Um, you, you know, it, it would be very rare for you to go for it in an overtime game, fourth and eight from your own, yeah. you know, 20. But you right. definitely are going to do that if you have to, right? Yeah. So isn't that I, a distinct advantage? That's such a good point. I mean, that's the point. Like, the, my argument on the whole thing is that that's why I'm not for it, you know. And, and even though our team voted for it, <laughs> they, <laughs> they voted for it over my objection because I don't think it solves the problem. And, the, you know, the only way to solve the possession, possession is nine-tenths of the law. It's the most important aspect of, of, of the game or anything. Uh, the only way to, this, we tried to mitigate it last year by, by, with field position, which is the two things, possession and field position. And that got three votes. <laughs> so now we're just going to add possessions. And it's like, well, how many possessions are we going to add and when is it going to stop? And are we going to extend the game into the fifth quarter, the sixth quarter? You know, we're, and we keep tack, tacking plays on. So, you know, I'm not bashful about saying it to you. You're my friend. I love you. And I, I, I said it in front of the whole league. So, you know, I'm, I'm not for it. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the answer. I think there's a there'll be a better way to do it at some point in time. But we did have to do something, and I 
I really respect Jeff Lurie, the Eagles, and some of the other teams that are really trying to do something to make it more fair. So uh, that's kind of where we're at with it. But this thing still is full of holes uh, in terms of just extending, you know, adding more plays to the game and really what have you really solved. So that's where I'm at with it. So, yeah, and I don't know, I, I, I haven't really read the fine print of, of the rule, um, and I think maybe we're still all learning what it might mean. Is it is it possible for a team to get it and go onside kick and that would then mean if you recover it, you just need a field goal to win because the other team had its opportunity to possess it, ball spinning around there 10 yards from where the kick, the onside kick began, and thus um, going for an onside kick if you get the ball first might just also mean it doesn't matter if obviously it doesn't matter in terms of field position if you don't recover it. Certainly if you've got in your back pocket a possession you know you're going to get. Is that possible, Coach? Sure, but it was possible. I mean, that was that was something you could do with the last rule. If you get the onside kick, mm-hmm. now that they've had their possession opportunity, and you're in you're in sudden death now, you just go kick the field goal and win. So that hasn't changed. Uh, if you're facing a great quarterback, you know, and you say, I don't think we're going to stop them. All right, I'd like to add a 10 percent chance, maybe that I'm going to get the ball back, and maybe I add if, if they only have a 90 percent chance of getting the ball and scoring instead of what might be considered a 100% chance if you don't think you can stop them. Right. You've helped yourself just a little bit there. But it's really not any different than it was before. The only difference is now, at least if they do score on a short field as opposed to a long field, I know I'm going to get the ball back. So I'm going to have an opportunity to go score and tie the game up or win with a two-point. And so, so I guess last one for you on this. Uh, you don't have to name names. Uh, were you, I imagine – you might not have been the only head coach in the NFL not into this, but ownership or whomever said, let's do it anyway, because it's better than nothing. I, I, were you in the minority as a head coach in the NFL on not really being into this new idea? I don't know. I didn't do the poll on it, you know. <laughs> so I uh, have to ask those guys. But, okay. um, yeah, there'll be a – I mean, they're going to keep talking about it, I think, and we'll come up with something here at some point. All right. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Say hi to your brother for me. I will. You're great. Love you guys. Right back at you. Thanks for the time. And uh, I'm glad you you saw Tiger at least for one hole. That's pretty cool. He looked good. He looked good. <laughs> All right. But take care of yourself. Thanks for the call, Coach. Right. It's John Harbaugh, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Went against his wishes. I wasn't into it either. No, no, I'm not either. It's terrible. But we're in the minority. You know that. I, I know. It's too bad. That this is better than nothing. But it's, he's, it's he's not right. better than it's it was before, though. Like, I, I hear you. I, I, by the way, just out of most coaches, I'm like, I want to talk to that guy about this. He's also a special teams guy. He comes from it from many different angles here. Right. Um, and so, as you know, he games out a ton of scenarios. Tons. So, here's the deal. Uh, he's thinking people are going to still get the ball first anyway. Because even if both teams possess it, and both teams score and the score matches three for three seven for seven zero for zero okay because that would happen by the way could you imagine the first ever one of these winds up with the first team punting and the second team has now a decision from their own 30 yard line fourth and whatever fourth and five from their own 30 they're going to punt that ball and play defense and go okay the first team has no choice but to punt it because it's, you know, a touchback. Right. And they get it, and they go three and out. And it's fourth and ten from their own 20, and you're just going to be, okay, I know the other team gets it, and now they've got three three points a chance to win it. That's just the way the old overtime rule was. They, it's not going to change anything, as he points out. Right. And you punt it, and now, you know, you give it back, but you're not going to go for it on fourth and eight from your own 30. Even the other team has scored zero. So he thinks a lot of people are going to hold on to the ball because even if both teams possess it and overtime then continues into a sudden death, you're the team that gets it first. You kick a field goal, you win yeah, you it. You're guaranteed. If you get it first, you're now you're guaranteed, if you score a touchdown, two possessions in overtime. I think that's a good point. And so 
Then I bring up to him, well, what about the fact that you as the second team, you're now going for it from your own 20 on fourth and eight. You'd never do that in any other circumstance, but you know you have to if the game's over, if you punt it. <laughs> you're not going to just punt it. You're going to go for it because the game has to continue. And he's like, that's why I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Spoke out against it. Yeah. Raven still voted for it. Because I... I I, I don't know. You take a poll of the room, you know it's going to pass. You want to be involved in it. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if the Raiders abstained. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think two or three teams voted against it. I don't think there was any abstentions. Yeah. Um, I know, but we're in the out. We're we're know, we're on the outside looking in. And in so many words, Lamar's like, "I'll get to it when I get to it." I still don't get that. I mean, Steve Bishotti. Steve, Bish- <laughs> Steve Bishotti said he thinks it's Lamar thinking he's not deserving of it yet. That that he needs to win a championship before asking for the bag like that. And he's gonna I don't know. I, again, a while. huh? It's gonna be waiting a while. Why would you say that? I don't think they're as good as eight other teams in the AFC. Which you would have said about the Cincinnati Bengals at this very point last year. We don't know. Yeah, That's probably. the beauty of this league is we just don't know, man. Lamar comes back, has an MVP season. They've drafted some kid 14th overall. That's kind of a game changer. There's all of these receivers, all of them. They've got a lot all of, of them. They can go grab one. In the run game, though, they, all their running backs are coming off of injuries. Um, maybe they'll be terrific. I don't know. You cannot say. I mean, the Ravens are absolutely an overlooked team because you, you're talking about pretty much every other team in the division. Because one won the conference, well, one just, just signed Deshaun Watson. The other one is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and but Deshaun might be out half the year. Pittsburgh doesn't really have a quarterback that so we know of. So why can't the Ravens the just beat the Bengals twice and win the division? They can, but do you think they can win the Super Bowl? Who the hell knows? That's not an answer. But. I, I, how about this? I, it's it's not. Right now, on, put, they're not, your, not top. They're not uh, your top five. It's not an April. They are not on my top five. Yeah, in the so that, that is correct. That, that's all I'm saying. I'm not throwing that is shade correct, or anything. But I I'm just no, being no, I know that. But I also yeah. would never have put the Bengals in my top five on April eighth, twenty twenty one. That's true too. Ever. That's true. Never. Not. Not even in the top ten. I wouldn't have put them in the top ten. Right. We didn't think Joe Burrow coming off a major injury and that Jamar. And we had no idea at this point. This point last year, like, are they going to draft the protector for? Right. Joe Burrow or give him the, the yeah. receiver that he knows so well? Like, that was the conversation. That was the drama nobody talked about last year because we were all so damn focused on who the three, who the Niners had traded up for right. and who were the first three quarterbacks were going to take and what the Falcons were going to do fourth overall. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, then it was, oh, yeah, the Bengals going to get Joe Burrow back. Do you protect him or do you get the, uh, the guy who can catch passes for him? And they got the guy who could catch passes for him, and that combination put him in a Super Bowl despite the fact that they couldn't protect him. <laughs> you know and, what I'm saying? And so, but, but so they didn't I'm win just, the Super Bowl because they couldn't protect him. Ultimately, right. on the last play right. of but they the game got for Cincinnati. The other guy, Correct. Right? And, but what I'm saying is this scenario that I've all painted out, we could never have seen coming. And that's the beauty about the sport. Yes. So you can't say for sure Ravens are absolutely not winning the Super Bowl next year. That's what I'm saying. Plus, the Ravens lost nine games last year, and six of those nine were by six oh points or less. Uh, I know so they, were, they, they're well, in every single game, recall, and Lamar he, only played 12 games. If you recall, he yeah. went for it uh, instead yeah. of trying to force overtime, oh, he right, went for it right, twice. Right. Twice. And they, because, yeah. you know, the defense was so damn banged up, take your shot right, at it. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. I think when those running backs come, losing those running backs so close to the start of the season yeah, threw them off. I got a weird feeling about this Ravens team because I got a feeling no Lamar Jackson is going to ball out. Well, that's what, I, that's what you're hearing from everybody, and you heard that from him too, from John Harbaugh too. And and So take the bag. Like, like, what are you doing, bro? I don't know. Well, Lamar is that one quarterback, right? Every time he talks, it's never, never, ever, ever about him. It's always about no matter what his his game is, he throws it back on the team. He's a team oriented player. It's a very oh, weird no, in this in this yeah. me 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 world today. But everything's about the team for him. So 
That sounds weird, Rich, but she might be right. He might somewhere weird might think I don't deserve this, but he needs to get that money. Well, he does deserve it, and I think he knows he deserves it, but he's saying he doesn't deserve to be the highest paid guy or get this bag because he hasn't brought the championship there yet. And, and that's and, admirable. But and and, and, <laughs> and it's, money, it's so off the chart. Like, it's it's not – you can't even say it's, it's uh, unique. I mean, that's an understatement. You never hear that, ever. And that's why it does not compute. But he also is a guy who, as you remember, um, has, is represented by his family and he doesn't have an agent and that was costing him in the draft. And, you know, he drops all the way down to the end of the first round and people are like, see, he did the wrong thing. Except the Ravens came and got him. And Eureka because you have a coach smart enough and a front office smart enough to do that, but you have a coach smart enough to say, okay, kind of not working out with Joe Flacco here. Right, of course. We are going to change not only quarterbacks midstream, but the entire damn playbook. I don't recall another instance of that happening either. I think the only other one you could point to is John's brother Jim with with Kaepernick. Where you go from your, you know, first overall drafted quarterback, Flacco wasn't, but he was a first-round draft pick for them. Midstream, let's go. Out. And we're going to change. And, you know, they haven't gone to the Super Bowl with Lamar yet like they did with Kaepernick. But, you know, Lamar was a guy at the Combine when I guess it was Bill Polian and other people saying he should work out at receiver, saying... G-T-F-O-H. Like, yeah. no shot. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm not even running a 40 here because the last thing I want to have talked about is my speed. Yeah. It's my arm you all need to be talking about. A situation unlike any other. Callaway Rogue ST Drivers. We've been talking about it for a while now. Now you're seeing it out there at a major... It is so awesome. Speed tuned to be Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. The Rogue ST driver engineered with a new tungsten speed cartridge. Gives you more speed on off-center hits and provides more forgiveness thanks to high MOI. That's just the beginning because Callaway has engineered a Rogue ST for every player. Most golfers fit into the Max because of the incredible combo of distance and forgiveness. There's the Max D, their dedicated draw model. For players who need more shot shape correction, you want something more low spin, there's the Max LS. The Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS, though, is for the true players out there. Compact, low spin head that the tour players love. Callaway's thought through every aspect of speed, so all you've got to do is go rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. Back with your phone calls and more. Tiger's going to be teeing off. Coming up next. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Um, when does Tiger tee off, sir? When does that happen? Uh, nine minutes. 1041 Pacific. Uh, 141 local Augusta. Okay. Here we go. Look, I don't want to um, compare myself to Tiger Woods, okay? Just don't want to do that. Are you going to run down what just happened? No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't want to... Uh... I think you should, actually. Yeah, I mean, you might. I mean, because people at home are wondering why your button, your, your shirt's <laughs> buttoned down <laughs> your navel right now. It's unbuttoned. So you might as well come out and tell them. Like, uh, people on the radio have no idea. I know. We're but, letting them you know, know but, it's a you know. visual media. Yeah, it's visual. All right, I spilled some coffee on my white shirt. <laughs> Um, I mean, a good amount of coffee. Uh, yeah, a large amount of coffee. I've spilled coffee a lot on this program. Okay, so there's that. And I had to change the shirt in the commercial break, which I did successfully. You did. You did. With it the exception was... of a, t- a button that I was, you know, forgot to button. No, you did well. It's like, dude, it's not like I was, you know, like. You weren't going to a disco? I, no, I wasn't, like, I wasn't Jerry Buss in winning time. <laughs> I mean, it was just. We didn't have you, come on, you didn't have the Denny Terrio look. No, we should true. do a winning time show where we all have. I mean, his shirts are unbuttoned like down to his navel. That was the move, yo. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. just put a shirt on. <laughs> what was that again? That's you telling me to put and a you shirt on. I not wear a shirt. Yeah, because I go, you know, shirtless at home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just put a shirt. On. Yeah, just put a shirt on. <laughs> I forgot about that. Where that's from. Uh, but. But, um, you know, not to um, compare myself to Tiger Woods, but I'm about to. Anybody who's my age, okay, I'm 52, or anybody who's Tiger's age, he's 47 years old, by the way. Yeah. Okay. He's not too far from the big 5-0. He's not too far from, you know, showing up on the Champions Tour. And if, do you think, will Tiger ever play on the Champions Tour? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. He's three years away from that. He's 46. He's 46. 46? Yeah. Okay. So four years away from that. But anyway, he, he, he's, he's getting to be one of those, if you will, man of a certain age, you know? Sure. And I, when I'm done playing golf and I walk the course, I need to stretch. Mm-hmm. I need to, I'm, 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 I'm chomping uh, Motrin. Okay. And um, I cannot imagine what he must have felt like last night. You know, uh, he won't be taught. Does he talk openly about, I did this cold tub, I did this, I did that? He does not. He just okay. talks about his team and the process. Right, and, and the, all, like in, in general. Yeah, general. Folks, process. whatever he's doing at night right now, uh, do you think he like brought some sort of hyperbaric That's what chamber DJ with said him yesterday. or something? Uh, he's definitely sleeping in I one of those, so. right? Yeah, I got to think so. Uh, I, I mean, which can't be terribly comfortable, by the way. Whatever is the I highest mean, level of medical care you can get, dude, this man is having. Right I now. wrote it down just in case he was going to be. I mean, after Van Pelt came on last week and kind of gave us a heads up, like this is not nothing, okay? Like mm-hmm. this tiger may actually show up and do this thing, and now he's one under, getting ready for a second round. He's only three back. The leaders are four under right yeah, now. Yeah, nobody, nobody got on the course early, starting to run away with no. this thing. Okay. So uh, is it a windy day? Because it looks really nice. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, they said the wind was really going to pick up in the afternoon. Oh, which boy. Is when he's well, off, so. at any rate, I mean, I wrote it down. Open fractures to his tibia and fibula. Bones in his foot and ankle repaired with screws and pins. To relieve pressure from swelling, doctors removed the covering of his muscles. 50-50 whether he needed an amputation of his leg. February 23rd, 2021. April 7th, 2022, he is three shots off the lead of the Masters before he even swings a club. And all I'm looking for is, does he does he have a little hitch in his giddy-up? A couple times yesterday, you thought he looked like he was laboring. Yeah, One it looked under. like it. Another t- couple times, he did... Uh, 
he did what I'll do on the course every now and then. I, I'm sorry. I've, it is stupid, but I, to even say <laughs> yeah, those things. But we but, do it. No, but we're hackers. Like, you know, where you where you you put your hands behind your back and then you you lean back to sort of stretch the, the chest muscles. And then good thing I didn't have that button open because then it really would have been John C. <laughs> Riley. You know, and, and then, you know, and then you lean over to sort of. And I'm talking to Jay Philly. I mean, you must be just like, shut up, Rich. I just no, had back I was, surgery. I was going to chime in. He's got to be hurting from his back, too. Well, you're and you're the one with the Theragun. You know, you're doing your neck <laughs> during the commercial break. You told me you <laughs> use the Theragun behind the wheel of the car when you're at like yeah, a red light. I had it over my shoulder. and uh, Show the gun, Jay. Or you don't have it. Never <laughs> it's mind. all right. I looked over, and there was a cop to... Two lanes over, kind of just looking at me like, is that a gun? I just was like, I think I'm going to just keep going. I don't want to like yeah, wave you, you, at you him. Start, you start, you know, <laughs> really massaging. Hey, yeah, that's what I got here. I couldn't express it's to him how thera. awful of an idea I thought that was. <laughs> don't forget the Thera officer. It's a Thera in front of that, okay? <laughs> so, you know, but what he must be doing. He's unreal. Yeah. And and we're just like, oh, it's Tiger. Oh, you know what? He looks pretty good. He looks in shape. Isn't that incredible how in shape he looks? It it's just the fact he's fast. walking around. He's 100 at the Masters. Yeah. I think today is going to be a real test, man. I think so. But, of what? Of his, of his fortitude? Because like, the shot shaping and the length and all that stuff is that there. That doesn't look like all that's, that's there. He didn't right. drive it great yesterday. But I just think how sore is he today? Getting, yeah. getting back out there, like, what was his morning like? Like, how many hours did he spend getting loose, stretching on the range? And then now he has to go walk out there. So his their playing partner, he's playing with Joaquin Neiman and Louis Eustis, and who had to withdraw because of injuries. So now they're a twosome. And oh, so, is that why Louis shot four over? Right. Louis's been kind of laboring through, and he decided to withdraw this morning. How about that? So now is somebody, it, by the way, hold on a second. Yeah. If we had told you... Somebody would withdraw from the Tiger Woods group. <laughs> right. It'd be Tiger couldn't make it. Right. Yeah. 100%. And Louis Oosthuizen is the one who had to withdraw. And Tiger's like, I'm there. Yeah. It's. But the thing we now can't is because they're, it. because they're a twosome, their group is going to play a lot slower. So that's more time out on the course. That's more time walking. For slower Tiger. waiting is what you're saying. Slower waiting. Waiting for others. Right. So I'm just wondering how much that is going to affect in this afternoon. How does Tiger handle that? How do you handle that at the Masters? Because I know how to, I'd handle that on my course. Hey, slow, guys. Slow play. What's up? <laughs> no, no. Imagine that. But they're asking, slow play. Like, right. you go up. You, hey, come some. on now. Come on now. But everyone else is a threesome in there, too. I mean, so. I'm new to my club, so I don't, wouldn't say much. But, you know, in, yeah. in, my, in my old days on the Muni courses, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, man. Come on now. By the way, Tiger's walking to the first tee. There he goes. But Here by the goes. way, Brockman, you say like two he, Nick Saban security guards. You, ha- you yeah. notice like the, the hitch in his limp or the way. You, bro, uh, you know, I dislocated my kneecap, my right kneecap, 20 plus years ago. And every now and then I'll just be walking fine. And all of a sudden my knee will buckle. And it. Yeah. so he's going to, I mean, and this is still fresh. He's probably going to have that forever. And like, you won't even admit publicly how old you are. <laughs> right. I didn't think that was. Are yeah. you allowed a Theragun on the course at the Masters? I have no idea. Is that? Is that? I, by the way, look I'm at this no thing idea. that he's yeah. using on the air. You're, no, dude, don't drive around with yeah. that. I, I, I can see why that. Yeah, it looks like an Uzi. You think? And, and I had to sit here and I said, Jason, could you imagine <laughs> if I was rolling doing? around holding that thing? We might have a completely different story. Just wait till you get home if your neck is spasming. I had to get to the show. Yeah. But oh, I mean, yes. Blame it on us. Feller has had his back cut open twice yeah, in like eight true. months. So. Yeah, why why is my neck hurt, not my back? I thought you were going to roll thing. into 7-Eleven with that thing. Right? Damn. <laughs> All right, so Tiger's uh, Tiger is getting ready to start his second round at the Masters. Here we go. I can't believe it. He looks great. He's moving around just fine. And he is within striking distance. Nobody ran away from him in the earlier groups or ran away from anybody. This thing is open for him. Yeah, Sung J.M., Danny Willett, and Cameron Smith are four under. That's it. He's three back. As Charles Swartzel and his playing partner, Joaquin Neiman, and uh, Scotty Sheff were three under. Dude, he's three back to start his second day. And most people are in the clubhouse or getting ready to walk in there. He's... It's there for him. I can't wait. This is amazing. 
All right, we'll take a break. What's more likely from Chris Brockman as we head into the weekend? Mike Florio uh, is an hour number three to talk about everything going on in the NFL. And uh, one of the top prospects on the offensive line, Cam Jurgens of Nebraska. Beef Jurgens will be joining <laughs> us in hour three. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, just played a clip of Susie, Susie Schuster, host of Just Getting Started on the Cumulus Podcast Network, a great conversation with Michael Irvin. She asked Michael, what would a winning time type version on the Dallas Cowboys look like? And oh, baby. You know, Jeff Perlman wrote that book too, right? Yeah, Boys yeah. and the Boys, is that what it was called? Something like that. But at any rate, uh, winning time just got picked up for season two. And this is season three of Just Getting Started, where all podcasts can be acquired. Yeah, there's Sue's up on the screen right there. Um, she's recording with, uh, right now, for the next episode, the individual who is winning the um, Lifetime Achievement Emmy Award at the Sports Emmys the night that we will be there in New York City, um, Leslie Visser. Wow, oh, awesome. And then her next guest after that, Angela Kinsey. Fantastic. Talking in the office. Um, just getting started where all podcasts can be acquired. So, uh, Tiger, is he out? Is he off? Are we running? Hey, teed off. Not a great tee shot. Actually, him and Joaquin missed the fairway. Uh, Tiger's in the bunker, uh, fairway side bunker on the right side. Okay. Neiman on the left in the rough. We'll keep an eye on all of that. Uh, in the meantime, let's do one of our Friday staples, shall we? Oh, I have to pay. I have to do something? You have to do something, Chris. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't have done this Chris, earlier. it's okay, man. It's okay. All right. I, all right. All right. I'm good. What's more likely? Good, Chris good. Brockman will be able to focus on this or he won't. <laughs> Hit it, please. <laughs> what? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right. What do you got over there, Chris? All right, first off, just shout out Will Compton. Uh, gave him some uh, grief yesterday. <laughs> Why are you shouting him out? Well, he just responded like on Twitter. He said I had a twisted sense of humor or something. I'm just, you know, just recognizing which that, is what that we, that you, we see him. you did not give him credit for well, we were doing the thing and co-hosting busting with the so, boys you know, the just, sam darnold uh video did well on our on our uh, social stream so thank you to the hosts of busting with the boys for that uh yeah, clip taylor taylor lewan and what's his name i i, I forget okay. i forget all right. Awesome. all right what's more likely guys heading into a monster uh masters and opening day filled weekend first up he just teed off he's in the bunker what's more likely tiger misses the cut or finishes in the top 10. I'm more likely as he finishes in the top 10, baby. That's what's more likely. That's what's up. Because he's going to have to have a brutal afternoon and for him to miss this cut right now, I think. I don't know what the cut line is. Three over? Is that what the cut line is right cut now? Cut line estimated about, yeah, three, about three, four over okay. right now. So he'd have to have a, a – and the, the weather's not great, and he's in one of those bunkers right now that you're thinking it's so tough to get in and out of a bunker, period. This thing is well <laughs> over his head. Long story short – I'm going positive. Glass half full for this man. Top 10 instead of missing the cut. What else, Chris? You're Mr. Positive. I am positive. All right. I was looking at the top 30 this morning. Maybe it's changed, but it was 50-50. It was uh, 15 Americans and 15 
uh, non-Americans in the field right now uh, to win the Masters. So who do you got? Masters winner. What's more likely, an American or the rest of the field? I'll go uh, good old U.S. of A. That's what I'll do. I'll go good old U.S. of A. Um, in your, what do we, we, we call it the old, uh, Barranca? Is that what we call it? What do you call your, your pool oh, that you've I, got yeah, going on I mean, on I right just here? call it the master's pool, but yeah, Barranca, that sounds good. Okay. The Ralph Barranca? The top five, though, all, uh, not American at, currently at the moment. Uh, I hear you. Uh, I, I don't I, know. I was just throwing it out there. I, I, as you know, I took Scotty Scheffler. I think it's his time. I think he's on fire. Oh, he's yeah. in fuego, to use the yeah, phrase of Dan fuego. Patrick, uh, the Emmy nominated Dan Patrick show, um, here on Peacock. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll go American. Yeah, good old U.S. of A, bro. Good old U.S. of A. Yeah. All right, all right. Sounds great. All right, uh, opening uh, weekend for Major League Baseball is TJ. I like to say it's the second day of Major League Baseball. <laughs> started. Sox up 3-2 in the Yanks. Yeah, by the way, how about a five-run first inning? <laughs> how about Garrett Cole giving uh, up three top one? But two teams that pitching isn't the strength, so that's kind of part Dude, of Garrett the- Cole makes $90 million a day. That's why they're offering Aaron Judge only two twenty over eight. Come on, man. All right, so I was looking at last year, uh, some of the big milestones that happened during the year. There was a no-hitter on April 9th last year, and someone hit three home runs in a game. I think it was J.D. Martinez on April 11th. So what's more likely this weekend, a no-hitter or a three-home run game? (laughs) Uh, I'll go three-home run run game. It's going to happen. We're going to come on the air Monday, and you're going to go, Rich, you nailed it. Three-home run game, it's going to (laughs) happen. Absolutely going to happen. What's Peter the Lonzo. likelihood of both? How about both? I mean, both. they happened within the it's first like, four happen. days last Come year. Come on, first weekend of baseball, managers are going to be like, oh, that's 80 pitches. It happened oh. last night. Oh. You Darvish was, had Come a no-hitter on, through man. six You're innings, so and they took stupid. him out, and then it's they just, lost. It's, but that's baseball these days, and, and that's what you know I, I think is ruining the game. Ruining it. Go for it, man. Oh, it's too early. Oh, well, that's what the metrics say this. Oh, it's the third time through the order. And there's still a shift, so everyone's going to try and hit over it. I'll go three home run game. What else? All right, a couple NFL things here. DK Metcalf gets traded. What's more likely? DK Metcalf traded or Debo holds out? Um, More likely is it's what you, what, what do you call a holdout? During the summer? Or not showing up to yeah yeah maybe he's like because uh, you know this month is this this, this month is when you're required uh, to kind of check in yeah he's not showing up to those right so um, let's say it extends not required or you're you asked know. to check in yeah I, I I'll go with the Debo thing but as I told you at some point Jimmy G's going to be gone and and John Lynch will be freed up to to do what I think needs to be done which is pay the man maybe Jimmy G will be gone Jimmy G's going to be gone. And DK Metcalf, if DK Metcalf gets traded, um, that I think that's a draft night deal. Ooh, I think that's we I come see. on the air and we see what's what. But I don't think he is either. Apparently, they're asking for two ones for him. It's that's, like, come nah, on, come on. It's just that's not a, that's not a. Like that, Philly's going to give what sixteen and nineteen or whatever they have now for DK Metcalf. They can't do that because Geo, the podcaster, wants a damn linebacker. Yeah. For the love of God, he did say that. So. He's got two shots at a at a, at a first round linebacker. Kobe Dean, somebody. Kobe Dean, kid from Utah. Yeah. For the love of God, Geo wants his his linebacker, and I want him for you, Geo. What else you got over there? All right, Rich. Uh, what have you been saying about the fourth overall pick for a long uh, time? Sauce. Bring me sauce. I want sauce so, in New York. So what's more sauce. likely, the Jets don't draft oh, sauce, stop it. or there's no quarterbacks in the first round? Oh, the Jets don't draft sauce. Quarterbacks are coming in the first round. You're already seeing Kenny Pickett sixth overall, which is so damn close for you. It's too close. It's like horseshoes and hand grenades, man. Close is not good enough. It's got to be top five. He would have agreed to top ten. Huh? He's not listening. He would have agreed to top ten. I don't know why I said top five. I got greedy. I looked at something on Instagram that kind of took my mind away. I'm sorry. Well, who? What, what lady are you Whoa. looking at? Eh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I thought Del Tufo was out. Was off. I know. <laughs> well, if it was Del Tufo, it would be a pug. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, bad. man. It, it, the Jets don't draft sauce fourth overall. They might, you know, they might love a pass rusher who's sitting out there. They might love one of these receivers so damn much and just yeah. go get him. You know, um, yeah, but uh, the Jets don't draft sauce. That's more likely than no first round drafted quarterbacks. All right, last one, real quick. Yep. NBA, what's more likely? They're eliminated, but LeBron wins another title with the Lakers 
or KD and Kyrie win a title in Brooklyn. Wow, this is going to take a while to pay off, huh? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go KD and Kyrie win a title in Brooklyn. How's that sound? I agree with that. That's what I'll do. We'll go there. I don't think either is going to happen. I mean, I got to tell you, brother. Uh, we heard we heard from Brian Windhorst earlier this week, and he's just like, "There's no way out. There's no way out. They're going to have to take their medicine for a full year, and LeBron doesn't have years to just throw around, man." So I'll go Kyrie and uh, and KD right now. Maybe even this year. Come on. <laughs> oh man, that would be something. <laughs> oh, I would be impossible if I got oh. my my NBA Finals prediction yes. of Warriors I mean, over Nets and correct. Because you, you're teetering like, on borderline right now with this fantasy thing. So Cam Jurgens, Beef Jurgy of Nebraska fame coming up. How about this latest NBA thing? Did you, did you see what LeBron said on the shop? What is that? He made it sound like he wants to play with Luca. He also said he wanted to play with Steph, too. And then people so. were pointing out that LeBron has picked Luca in the All Star draft yes. at, at the last three years. Yes. And that's just a sign that like he wants to play with him at some point. You don't think Cuban would be all over that or what? Like, if LeBron came in with that idea to Shark Tank, don't you think he'd be in? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for 10%. What's the equity? Dude, yeah. could you imagine the doors, the, doors, the doors swing open and it's LeBron James. Look, I've got this company called Spring Hill Entertainment. And then it comes up at the bottom. It's worth, it's valued $90 billion. You know? We're looking like, for 10%. If it, that's, if, yeah. And here's, and here's all I want. It's just, Back hey, sharks, equity. sharks. I will join your NBA team. And then all the other sharks will just look, come on. What? We don't have a team, though. I guess we're out. (laughs) Oops. And and Cuban's like, I'm in. You don't think Mark would try and figure that one out? That's a good episode. And then then the episode is shut down midway through for tampering rules. And Adam Silver I'm, walks out with a fine right, check. That's right. And Mr. Wonderful <laughs> buys the Knicks on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. Hey. Brings Rich Eisen back to the garden. Oh, it's not Mr. Wonderful, you know. It's, it's Damon John. John. John buys Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying From anyone who buys the Knicks is going to get you to come back. Is what I'm For saying. us, buy us. <laughs> True that. <laughs> Knicks are suddenly sponsored by FUBU, and off we go. Oh, I'm I'm, become a would Nick you fan. not be in on that, on that uh, episode of Shark uh, Tank right now? That's a pretty good idea. I I'm into every episode, so I'd definitely be into that one. <laughs> Luca, did you see oh the pass God. that Luca uh, flipped the other night? It's Magic Johnson. No, 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 no. Lamelo, you had, had to see Lamelo. Lamelo had a couple Magic Johnsons oh, man. this week, man. No, Lamelo's been in the one, his bag. The though. one where he, he no looked it, where he he drives and it looks like he's going to go left hand for the layup, but instead he flipped it over his oh, head yeah, for no, three points. Oh yeah, that, that was, was nice. nice. But Luca, that was Magic Johnson. But Me- Lamelo has Lamelo had a fast break under his legs off, off the, backboard. the backboard. Yeah, dude. But he's got a, he's got a long way to go in terms of Magic Johnson for commercial acting. That AT and T spot. That's not good. Not good. Because you knew, pops you, up knew you knew that was on like take twenty five too. <laughs> like well, you knew. Yeah, like you look he's got at a day job. Like, he's got a day job. You know? He's Man, nice with the rock. Let's go. Go get some method acting, brother. <laughs> Don't tell Chudwin that he'll have we a got freak football out. on the brain. Hour three. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, and Cam Jurgens in Nebraska.